Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, September 8th, 2022. Today on the Ether, part four of the four part Y Pump Space Lunk Motherfucker Maxis. Let's fucking go, Lunk Dow. Let's take a listen. Monkey, um, so for somebody who is more knowledgeable when it comes to the proposals, right? Uh, what advice could you give somebody um, who you know, went over to that fishing uh, four six seven five and voted on there rather than four six six one. So, <clears throat> what I would recommend, and I want to thank Blue and Adam and everybody here. Um, you know, I give this information out free because I'm getting all this information from you guys and learning for free. Um, and I love knowledge, and I've learned so much from everything that you've guys said today from your perspectives uh and that's so valuable to me that i would pay for that knowledge to listen to you guys speak about these things so in a sense what i'm doing isn't free you know you guys are paying me in the knowledge you're giving me so i just wanted to say that real quick um in regards to the proposals um i would highly recommend either joining the the, the telegram the luna classic community telegram i've posted it in the in the messages below um you can join there you can ask the admins are up to date on all proposals that are supposed to be put forward um and you can ask them there hey which proposal is the legit proposal and they'll steer you in the right direction they'll link you to it immediately also terror rebels discord same place you can go there um, go into the devs uh, channel um, in the terror rebels discord ask inside that channel hey which one is the correct proposal um, and the developers of the proposals the guys who wrote the codes um, the dev team they will answer you directly they are awesome and i mean awesome uh, about updating people and speaking to the community on both sides so the vegas group admins are amazing uh guys there's actually another one in here uh, prison mike down there uh welcome uh another team member of mine co-worker that so on those proposals that's where i'd go off i'd follow edward kim who's the lead developer um for these proposals if you don't see the proposal posted by him then it's it's a fishy proposal because any proposal that gets put forward by terror rebels well let me back that up so anybody can put a proposal forward and some of them might not be fishy but is an actual community member putting a proposal forward 99 percent of the time that person's going to try to go through terror rebels or vegas 
to have the proposal approved and have the backing so that it can actually be voted on and passed. Um, so if you have any questions, and I mean any questions about if a proposal is legit or not, go to Terra Rebels Discord, ask the developers there, or go to the Vegas Morph uh, Telegram channel, Luna Classic Community, um, and ask the admins there. And both of them will give you the same information and link you to the correct proposal. Awesome, thank you. So I, I'm on so Terra Rebels, um, their Twitter page. Uh, so it's got their Discord. Um, is there a link for, is, is there anywhere that, you know, um, that we could share with the community, like the Telegram? Or like yeah, so if you, stuff? so, yeah, I put the, I put the link for the Telegram in the, the messages below there. Um, and then also, if you go to the Discord and go to, let me see exactly what the channel is called real quick. Sorry. Uh, research and news. If you go into research and news, um, the Telegram is also posted in there. I usually post it once daily, um, the Vegas Morph Telegram in there. And I'll repost it again today. Let's see, found it. Yep. So, so if you go into the Telegram research and news channel, you will find it right in there. So, and I'll post that. Yep. And I do the updates um, on the Telegram or on the Discord also. As you can see, if you go on the Discord, you'll see. Uh, Demon Monkey, and then join weekly AMA Q&As every Saturday. So I advertise who the special guest is there also, and it has the link to the actual Discord, or Telegram, sorry. Okay, so I I went ahead. Um, I see your... Um, okay, I see that it's the Classic Luna Telegram, uh, the Luna Classic community. Um, I went ahead and pinned that up to the top, so if any of you guys want to join the uh, telegram um it was posted by demon monkey and then i went ahead and posted a uh a post for uh terra rebels so if you guys you know go over to their uh twitter um in their information they have their discord on there as well yeah and that is the legit terror rebels um always check the following the followers on there and then if you're not sure there's a lot of scam accounts for terror rebels um, Vegas Morph, just as you can tell, the FOMO for Luna Classic is so huge. So there's so many scams going on right now. Just double check. Um, you can see the followers of it. Um, you can see the posts that they post. If, they, if they're not over 10K, then it's most likely not. Um, you can also go to the actual Discord itself and check there and make sure that the Twitter page links up with the one that you were just looking at on Twitter. And thanks for sharing that, by the way, Luquan. Appreciate it, brother. Uh, you guys are doing everything that you guys can for the, uh, for the community. Um, it's literally the least that we could do, you know? So I asked uh, Prison Mike to speak. He's another uh, admin for Vegas, uh, but he just messaged me saying he'd love to speak, but his baby's sleeping right next to him. So but give him a big shout out. Another guy that's putting in countless hours um, for the community. Uh, works his ass off every single day. Now, more than understandable. Absolutely. And, you know, that's what we can do, guys. Uh, that's what takes place. 
It can be a cumbersome feeling, uh, but diversification is a positive thing. And what the community can do is you speak positively of quality things when they exist. And think about it like a, like, like a boxing champion, right? We all have our favorite. When he loses, we're not really happy. But the person that was able to not only take the belt and hopefully picked him up off the ground or went over there, patted him on the shoulder, gave him a hug, and told him how good his efforts were, you respect talent where talent lies. You respect prosperity where prosperity lies. You, pres- you respect things that are good for crypto as a whole. There's not one single crypto project that can survive on a singular chart alone. There's an ecosystem codependency. There's things we invest in and, and, and everyone hopes for the best. And all these communities, I hope everyone finds what they look for. I truly do. But any one project alone is not DeFi. It is not crypto. It is not possible. It's something that the Bitcoin maxis are starting to learn now. As their dreams of a singular one rules all representation of digital currencies is, is quickly slipping through their fingers. Hey, can I put in real quick, Blue? I'm sorry. I apologize for interrupting. If anybody can i just got an update from ed um from the telegram careful everyone proposal 46755 has just popped up and is a fake as it gets do not click on the claim airdrop link in there vote no with veto they lose their deposit 335k lunacy so as of right now where the price is that's a nice little few hundred bucks you know so or whatever it is right now and looked at the price but if you guys hit no with veto they will lose that 335k it's a scam 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 proposal again it's proposal number 4675 4675 thanks and awesome. sorry for interrupting no you're good i'm gonna go over and vote no with veto i'm actually glad you brought that up demon and if you have a moment can you uh explain to people the dangers of these um scam votes how it might take away from an true proposal being passed uh, whether or not there might be some hidden attacks or something connected to that i mean if you could explain that to the individuals that are new to uh having a voice um, um outside of twitter spaces um to where your voice can actually make something come to reality um you know some investors here might be familiar with DAOs, things of that nature maybe you're not but as you look into Luna, and if you find it to be something that fits your risk tolerance and your investment needs, and it's something that you may want to get involved in, uh, I think it's fruitful for everyone to know some of the dangers as well as the benefits. Yeah, so as you all should know, or if you haven't, I highly recommend going and doing the research or asking people who have the information Um Luna Classic is a POS chain. That's proof of stake chain. So we have validators <clears throat> that run the nodes and authenticate every single transaction um, and all the blocks. Now you can delegate your stake token. You can take your tokens or your coins, Luna Classic coins. You can go and stake them with those validators. When a proposal comes forward, 
those validators can take those delegations that you gave them and vote on proposals to pass or not to pass. You can also override your validators vote um, by voting on the proposals yourself. Um, safest bet is pick a validator that has the same vision as you. You both go like the path that Luna Classic is going down and you guys mirror image your votes. So that means you pick a validator that's always going to pretty much vote 90% of the time the way you would vote. Um, you can check them and see how they voted on past proposals and how you would have voted on them to kind of get to that 90%. It's very important that you track these personally also just in case your validator votes differently than you would have voted. That way you can cast your vote. When you go to look at these proposals, it is very important to make sure that they are legit proposals. No proposal put forward, a legit proposal, will ever ask you for your keys to your wallet, ever. They will never ask you to reset anything. So any of your admin phrases to your wallets, you will never see that. It will never pop up. So be sure to never ever click on one of the proposals, follow one of their links that takes you to a site that's asking you to input your seed phrase for a wallet of any kind. Those are all scams. If you're not sure, 100% sure about the proposal, as I stated before, go to the known Twitter accounts that you know to be 100% factual. Um, Luquan posted the Terra Rebels one, Edward, Dr. Kim's Twitter. The proposals that they put forward will be on there. They will be put, they will post and tweet about that proposal the second that they put the proposal live. So the minute it goes live. I'm making a, I'm making a tweet. Sorry to cut you off. I'm making a tweet about it. So the no with veto, that gives everybody their, their tokens back, correct? Yeah. So when a, when a person, so anybody, if you choose to put a, um, a proposal forward, it costs you a certain amount of, of lunacy, you know, so um, a certain amount of luck to put a proposal forward. If the proposal passes, they get that um, that luck back. So if you put one forward, the proposal passes, you get that investment back. Um, with no with veto, they lose those coins. Um, they get sent away. Um, now, the fee that you pay to vote, you should receive that back also. I'm not 100% on that, so don't quote me. I'd have to check on that. But I believe the way it was done before, whenever I used to stake with Luna, you did receive your vote fee back. Um, it should still be the same, but I'm not 100% on that. But they will lose. So all those scammers that are putting these scam proposals forward, they will lose that 355k luck. So they'll lose that money. And hopefully they didn't make any money off of scamming people. So All right. So I yeah. went ahead and made the post. I shared it up in the top. Um, if you guys could share that around uh, to the, you know, uh, get it out to the... Uh, Luna community um, we'd greatly appreciate it we don't want people getting scammed out of their tokens you know we don't want people um, it's something to be aware of 
Um, you know, we're not just a, uh, we're not, we're not just here to hang out. You know, we're here, um, to teach, uh, in the crypto space, um, as a whole and, uh, safety and security is definitely the number one thing. Yeah. And one thing to add to that, I want you all to know every single one of these scam proposals is trying to take power away from you because this blockchain is a decentralized blockchain. That means nothing happens without your participation, without your vote. You, you are the arrow that is guiding this blockchain. You tell us what direction to go in. So if Terra Rebels, Vegas, anybody comes up with a proposal that the community doesn't support, they vote no on it. And then Terra Rebels comes up with a new proposal. They can't just put it forward just because they feel like it. It is up to the community to decide the direction of Luna Classic. And these fishy scam proposals hinder that. So I highly, highly encourage everybody before going and voting on a proposal, go to the Discord, Verify the proposal that you need to vote on. Go to the Twitter spaces that you need to. Verify the proposals to vote on so that you're 100% in the loop that the proposal that you're voting on is not a fishy, scammy proposal. And then that way you know which ones are the fishy, scammy proposals and you can take your voting power and stick it to them. And you can vote, vote, no with veto and they will lose the money that they had to put forward in order to put the proposal forward to be voted on they will lose the 355k and you got to think about this just some FOMO out there real quick eventually when Luna Classic hits a dollar that's 355,000 big ones that they lost just had to put that in there real quick I love how you threw in when it hits a dollar. It's inevitable. There's so many things coming, like I said earlier. You know, people are just believing in this 1.2% tax burn. That is one, one tool that's being used to diminish the total supply. That is just one out of many that are going to be put forward. Um, the plan that they're working, that Terra Rebels is working with right now to repeg USTC, that plan actually includes um, a burn mechanism for Luna Classic and USTC to where it, it'll burn 100 times as much as the 1.2% tax burn. But it's all of these tools, these burning tools together you know lunked out included every single coin everybody who's burning that are using their personal avenues of burning these coins you know you have to add all of those together as a collective and it's when that momentum of all of these utilities that are enforcing these burns come together that you really see these numbers so yes we have the 1.2 percent tax burn we have lunked out um i'm not a big uh Luna T supporter don't really support them, but you know what? They just burned, you know, they burned two, two billion coins. I can't hate on them for that. You know, all of that adds up each, each little grain of sand 
put together makes an entire beach. Every single drop of water forms oceans and lakes. You just have to remember that. Did Y Pump fall asleep? Possibly. <laughs> Wasn't she talking about how we take over when she falls asleep? She's either sleeping, eating, or she's washing her hair in the shower that she said hey, she wanted guys, to Hey, guys, how much are you guys up on lock right now? What was the question? How much are you up on lock? Uh, the Same as everybody are... else. Yes. It's yes. Why punk? What about you? I just nah, thank you so much, man. I'm sorry about that. I got a phone call, guys, but thank you so much for throwing that out there. I mean, that's that's what people need to understand when they get involved with a project that has this much tech, this ability to interact. You have a voice. There's a system to it. And it's something that, um, you know, crypto world respected highly. And even in its broken form we're still seeing the same respect exists and, and that's exciting. Um, so, so you, you, we, we showed you different methods of trade that can uh, um, um, give you perspective on, on, on who you are, what your risk tolerance is. We, we, we've shown and, and, and introduced you not only to the project in depth, thank, thank you to people like Demon, um, but also things to watch out for um, um, to, to protect yourself, protect your investment, protect your voice, protect the project. Don't get discouraged. Prep yourself for success. Go ahead, son. Good stuff, man. Hey, um, I just want to remind everybody that uh, Slim Jesus was the first one to publicly say Luna to the Muna. So you're welcome. Wasn't that on the 20th, like eight days after the crash? All right. Well, he dropped himself. Um, so, yeah. I wouldn't say the first, but I get what you mean, man. Hey, either way, the moon is there. and There's plenty of seats on that ship. You know what I mean, my as, friend? As I mean, that's, as, that's the overall importance. As long as he has a spirit, you know, the spirit's there for sure. Yeah, guys, any questions, any concerns, anything you may have come up with uh, while we try to explain, uh, you know, what the situation is, the opportunities that lie, um, things that exist, uh, feel free. Ask for the mic, come up here. I mean, the room's pretty full. It'd be really nice if we were just teaching people this well to where there was no questions to be asked. And I'd take that as a sign of comfort and also a sign of trust. But yet again, feel free to interact. Uh, No question is a dumb question. Especially so when it comes to your checked, money. I just checked my um lunk. I think it's up fifty percent right now. And when when I ask, you know, how much you guys are up is because if I put one dollar in, fifty percent is gonna be one dollar fifty cents. If I put a hundred dollars in, fifty percent is gonna be fifty dollars. You know. If I put a uh, you know a hundred thousand dollars in, fifty percent is going to be fifty thousand dollars. Fifty percent. Yeah, that's fantastic, my friend. And it seems like you know if you want to share with the people, that fifty percent was gained in a pretty short period of time, what, like two or three days or less. You can't get that kind of return anywhere else but crypto, I think. I mean, it, it you know, it takes months to see that sort of gain, even in the stock market. Is that a 2x? Is 50% a 2x? 100% is 2x. 100% is 2x. Okay, well, we almost there. 
we have way there. Yeah, we're about a five X right now from You haven't even seen anything when yet. the pump started. Yeah, and this is nothing. See, a lot of people, they have always asked me, and I got some flack whenever I kept telling people, oh, we could hit a penny today without staking, without burns enabled, you know. And it just baffles me that people don't look at the history of the market, what it's done before. If a simple meme coin like Shiba got enough of a community and backing of FOMO to push it to a 70 billion market cap which now reaching a penny would be less than 70 billion but at the time i posted it it was even um at 0 0.001 70 billion would take us to a penny <clears throat> but so if it, if, a year ago it was at 100 wasn't it right but that's also with a lot less of a of a supply i'm talking about with our current supply they're saying um, that they we have or some well yeah it a lot of coins got minted during the DPEG, trillions got minted. So, yeah, but if you think right, about it... The whole burn thing, I'm not really dollars. sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing. You know, well, so you know where you we're excited it, for you, Fancy, my friend, is it sounds like you don't know a lot about the project and you've already benefited from the rewards. That's fantastic. So, uh, Brother Demon here, he actually has a lot of information. Um, he, he's, he, he's bumping elbows with the right people. And he's blessing us with explaining the things that would answer some of your questions. So feel free to let him speak. And if you want to structure a question when he's done, raise your hand, my friend. That's what the community's for. Yeah, so as, as I was stating before, you know, some of us have kind of been in the space for a little while. Um, call us old timers, OGs, whatever you want to do. But we can... We've seen the history. We've lived the history. You can go back and research the history of the crypto market. Um, but when you see coins that have done this with no utility whatsoever, that just a backing of a community creating FOMO and they can reach 70 billion, I think we can reach that no problem. Even though, you know, Luna reached 50 billion before, that doesn't matter anymore. That's the old Luna. This is luna classic baby and we can hit that now am i gonna can i say that we're gonna hit that tomorrow or next week no but we have enough of the fomo and backing right now especially you looking at this bear market everything else is crashing and these are this is what we're doing going 5x 500 percent up um for the month you know it's it's astronomical the amount that we're up now you add in the staking you know before one cent we could hit with 70 billion without anything in act. No burns, no staking, nothing. Which I believe we could even go higher than what Sheeb did. We could go to 100 billion. So take it, you know, even up, you know, to a penny and a half or so. Now we could, with staking now, you have to understand, we could take it up to two pennies. Just by staking half of the, the circulating supply. We could take it up to two pennies with a 70 billion, or we could get to one penny with a 35 billion market cap. And when people call me crazy saying, oh, there's no way to stake away 50% of the Luna Classic supply, well, again, I refer you to history and what is going on right now with a coin called ADA Cardona. They have 70, 
it's either 76 or 74 percent of their total supply staked away in the 70 percentile staked away if a coin can do that which is already proven that it can be done then nobody can say it's impossible for luna classic to do it every single possibility i have given you has already been done in the crypto universe it has already been done so when you think about it you can't compare and you want to the now my brother well, you can't necessarily. Oh man, compare, get under, that's King's. That's King's baby, man. If you want Kings to speak, right. just mention a little bit of Ada. Hey, <laughs> hey, I have people on my team that are, you know, that were validators for ADA. I mean, so yeah, whenever you look, them. so when you look at ADA, which is one of the coins, you know, I'll, I'll gladly say it. I hold it. Um, it's a project I love, and I accumulate every chance I get of ADA. But so you can come back and. You can confirm how much of ADA is staked away, sir. King. One one hundred percent, because it's true utility behind it. And yeah, no, I'm one hundred percent with you on that. I, I'm gonna leave you alone, man. I, I'm just messing with you, man. At the end of the no, day. no, no, no. I'm glad yeah, you, you brought that up, and yeah. and I'm glad that you told me you're a validator for him because another thing you're gonna find out about me really fast is if I don't know something, I will say it. If I'm not 100% sure about something, I will tell you it's my opinion. Do not take it. Do not quote me. Do not take it as 100% fact. I love because I, I only deal with facts. That is, everybody who knows me, you can go to the Telegram, you can go to the Discord. Everybody will vouch for that. And my name is the same on every single one of those. Demon Monkey, Cryptoverse, or Demon Monkey. Um, so... If you look at the history of ADA and other coins, the things that they have accomplished... Luna Classic can do those things too, because well, we have the meme following that Shiba has. We have the we have that kind of community. We have that big of a push of a community. We have the utility um, side of the ADA part. It's not the same utilities, but they're different chains. But we still have utilities. We have utilities coming online. There's a utility today, um, a protocol, which I'm not going to name because, like I said before, I'm 100% vetted them. But they just came online today. It's a staking protocol um, that's on V2 also. We have multiple other um, utilities coming online in the near future here very fast, very quickly, especially right now because those utilities have bags of Luna Classic that they're able to cash in right now and pay for their actual business to get it up and running so they're funding it out of their luna sea bags which is amazing that's why I, I keep buying more to help that that's another thing you, a lot of community members don't understand when you're buying right now that's allowing people from the very beginning who invested that are trying to build on the blockchain it is giving them funding so you are funding a lot of new projects right now. Yes, they're selling portions of their bags, but let them. That's part of the market, selling and buying. We need that volume. We need people to sell. Without selling, we don't have the volume. We need that. So it's allowing them to fund their projects. Um, but just I, I wanted to make that clear to kind of give you guys some, some hope. Um, but it's not just hope because... The things I said can be 100% factually checked. You can go back and check everything I just said and see where that possibility comes from because it's it's not just a possibility anymore for Luna Classic, like a, oh man, it could kind of happen. Well, 
it's most likely, and I believe this as a personal opinion, it is going to happen. We're going to blow way past the all-time high of the MC of Luna. That 50 billion market cap, we're, we're going to blow right past that. And Demon, a lot of people fail to realize, you know, uh, the technology that Luna has brought it from, what, 13 cents to $119, uh, had, what, 70 billion plus market cap alone. It was in the top 10 of cryptocurrencies. And a lot of people fail to realize that, you know, everything that's backing it brought it into that top 10 position. And, you know, we're not saying that it's going to happen tomorrow. We're not saying it's going to happen uh next week or next year the fact of the matter is it's happened before it could happen again like that's the that's the uh that's the surprise uh in in crypto you know a lot of people are always proven wrong hey good yeah, evening and... guys uh could i shoot my question real quick do you mind just to get your opinion on uh, yeah go ahead man yeah go ahead and then we'll let mr diamond hands go ahead man all right uh regarding the binance move today I think, uh, in my opinion, I would like yours as well, that they're just testing the waters and seeing how it goes on chain before they commit fully. And all this hype running around, people selling and whatnot, I think it's uh, purely misunderstood. What do you guys think about that matter? 100% agree. 100%. So, guys, what do you think uh, the burn tags is going to have? an impact on the on the transaction volume that one's a hard one to answer because it's something new that's being done um i could give you my real personal view of it and then i can tell you that my personal view has been flip-flopping back and forth because of the how much the market has just been pumping and how much the community is just saying F you to the rest of the crypto universe in the world. They're just saying, you know, fuck you. We're, we are lunacy. We are lunatics. Nobody's going to stop us. And so I see the volume dropping as a business calculation wise. Um, if I was going to analyze it, just like Binance does and other businesses would do i would say it would drop the volume especially the more the price goes up the more the volume will drop because the more expensive it will get so right now if you're moving you know 10 million luna classics well that 1.2 percent tax at this price isn't that bad it's a lot more than what it was at three zeros one but it's not that bad but if luna but classic that's, doubles that's again adaptive parameter uh, right. It takes us one week to change it, right? Well, we have, so, yeah, it takes us one week, but it's going to be analyzed every three months. Now, unless it's really detrimental, like, say, it just... I think, uh, to be honest, I think that's the chain. Static. That's too static, like, for the crypto universe and how how fast things are changing. I think this is way too static. We need to analyze it week to week. 
Yeah, but it's hard to do it week to week just because of how crypto works. You got to understand a week ago, look at the volume of classic and then look at the week before that. And then the week before that, it fluctuates so much. So in order for you to actually get a good consensus of it, it takes time because, yeah, we could change it after a week or two. But, but and, also look and, at look look also what the price did in these few weeks you know they i know i know but the narrow vision so doesn't the, give you a pattern of reliability so the transaction costs are gonna be cut yeah but that's not tremendous. that's not how markets real quick guys i'm yeah. sorry uh i wanted to get to mr diamond hands hand. he's been sitting here for like <laughs> oh, we absolutely can. We absolutely can. But I was wondering, you know, for the people in the room, you get a hard question. It's 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 a strong community that takes it straight on, you know, and and, and it's also like leading by example. Um, there's been too many testimonies of hard questions just kind of getting brushed off by our favorite people, and Diamond Hands is one of them. I love him, and what he's going to have to say, I guarantee it's going to be explosive. But, you know, Luna, when you're looking at situations like this, and you've kind of answered your own question when you say, look at the amount of volume flow that we just received in a week, and then putting in perspective in comparison to whatever week before you were comparing that to, it's really hard to get a pattern of reliability from a business perspective. Uh, people want to do it right. You don't want to have to, like, turn it on and off and on and off and play with these exchanges that are so willingly cooperating. So I, I truly understand what you're saying. I feel the same way. I have to use the businessman mentality for me, thinking of the overhead, um, um, the cost, um, the energy. It's really hard to get the same people to help you twice. So we almost have to get it right. Just this one time, you know, in the community bearing together and saying that a worst case scenario, if we have equal 50-50 buy to sell and the chart doesn't even move, well, then you're losing 2.4%. It's quarterly. Yeah. So so it's quarterly. It's on a quarterly return basis. So just like every other business does it out there. They reevaluate quarterly. They come out with their quarterly earnings statements and they adjust their business structure depending on what that statement came out of. And that's what we're going to do with Luna Classic. Yeah, I'm and sorry, quarterly, I'm, and quarterly is just a structure to go off of because we have four of them in a year just to get a full vision of were we successful on that 365 days. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's really hard. So I'm, I'm sorry I didn't want to overtake anyone who patiently raised their hands. Um, sorry, I kind of jumped in there. Sorry about that. Not a problem. I just thought that was a good testimony on how we could show how we interact with each other, even when there's tough questions, and still do it in a way that allows us all to say, you know, that's a good Mr. idea. Ah, I see oh, that. Yeah, we go we ahead, Mr. D. Man. Let it run, we Mr. D. bottom in here, man. He thinks oh. about Luna to two hundred dollars. Yeah, is this is this where we're buying Cardano at? Just the Cardano no. room? That fancy dude. This is bikini bottom. Yo, man, seventy six percent of that is staked, man. So you don't know. Go ahead, Mister Diamond. Is going, bro. Yeah, I uh, put a tweet up here in the NASPA Crypto King. He follows um, all the news for Lunk and does a pretty good job on YouTube. I think he's got fifty thousand subscribers, and he did a little update there, talking about Binance earlier today, uh, saying that he's basically reporting that Binance is in talk with key community members. They have agreed that if the demand for the spot trading burn tax is high enough. They will implement it. So going back to what the gentleman said earlier, uh, asking if it was just an overreaction to the community, uh, I would highly and respectfully do, uh, disagree with you. I think that they had no intentions 
of doing the burn, but they heard the voice of the people. And we were in these rooms all day this morning uh, and we were pissed. And I can guarantee you they were in here with their alt accounts and they were listening to some of the jargon and some of the conversations that people were having saying, well, if we just need to, we'll just, you know, blacklist Binance wallet. We'll do this. We'll do this. And they're like, oh, shit, these people are serious. We don't need to shake the tree here and get all these people pissed and leave Binance and go to KuCoin or go to an exchange who will support this. Uh, I can't stress this enough, man. And I've said this multiple times on my tweets. I don't care if you're the number one exchange in the world or the last. You need subscribers and you need people buying and selling on your platform in order to make a profit. If you piss those people off, they will wreck you and they will go elsewhere. That is what we do, right? We're, we're not stupid, right? We're very smart people and we're also business people. We like good business. We like people who will support us, who believe in what we're trying to do here. So I, I disagree. I think they had no intentions of doing it. CZ's done that in the past. He's put out a tweet and he's backtracked after it raised concern. I think he does it for pleasure sometimes just to see, well, let's just tweet this and see if it's okay. Let's just see if the feedback's good. He has no clue. I'm telling you right now, man, these exchanges need to quit the crap. Seriously, cut the crap. Implement the burn tax. Make everybody the wealth that they lost back in the crash. And let's get back to business. Enough of the dog and pony show. Enough of the ring around the rosy bullcrap talk. I'm sick of it, man. This is something that is so easy to do. Don't sit here and tell me, oh, it's so complicated and this and that and this and that. No, it's not. Luna Classic or Luna before the crash was at $119 at the all time high, a top 10 crypto, its own blockchain, its own ecosystem, and not a meme coin. So don't sit here and tell me. Layer one, There's baby. no place, right? There's no place for it to go back to the all-time high. That's a load of crap. The people, and you all were describing that earlier, having like a community like SHIB, right? Look what they did. A community of people, when they band together and they believe in a certain idea, they're powerful, right? Individually, you're powerful. Together, you're unstoppable. You need to believe that, man. You need to believe that in this situation. And I'm telling you, Luna Classic is going to be, <laughs> you give it. Bigger than ADA, baby. Fuck ADA. Listen, you give, it, you give it realistically, give it two years. If you're one of those naysayers and you're like, ah, it's going to tank NBH that, give me two years. No, let's see where it's no not even two years, man. Give me, give me one month, two months. Here you go, Bikini yeah, but if we if we if we talk about two years <laughs> and a two years perspective, time perspective, we need to ask the question Bro, whether two years, you know how much whether the burn tax two years what it what it's doing to utility on chain. So for if we actually want to get to the price targets that many people talk about, we need uti we need utility to come back to the chain for sure. So well, if we agree to that, then we need to ask the question, what is the burn tax going to do for DeFi protocols and devs? Um, it needs to be every year, man, every year. Yeah. Um, so DeFi protocols um, and NFT projects building on the chain, what is so the burn if, tax going to do for that? Year, if you look at the year... The, the, you know, January, February, March, first quarter, second quarter, 
are kind of like people people are making their money. Quarter three is like people are spending their money. And then Q4, you know, is like people are um, doing both. I think every, uh, every year it's it's are you, are you trying to go with like well, the money yeah because well, yeah, actually more or less in business um, at least in my 20 plus years of experience quarter one i make nothing quarter two i make nothing i work for free quarter three if i'm marketing properly and i'm doing things right i start to generate profit quarter four is supposed to be in a healthy market your profit market that's your profit quarter quarter but four I think all these assumptions are invalid due to the fact that first of all bitcoin the market leader has never ever been in an environment which is present right now basically um central banks bitcoin is only here since 2015 right like majorly and since then the central banks were pumping cheap money into the market so it's really interesting to see now with the inflation going on with in, uh, interest rates uh, being raised how bitcoin and the rest of the market is performing now so it's so if you're going back in in the charts and you're only looking at charts you don't really factor that in well, that's something, too, that a lot of people don't factor in, is because how do I get Bitcoin with that? So I want to give a shout-out to... How do I... Uh, one second, please, man. Yeah, yeah, that's okay, man. You can give a shout-out. We're going to have Alex, and I then you can go after me. Alex, man. So, 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 what, so what else you got going on is that Bitcoin is only worth what you can receive for it. We have not ever achieved hey, the one Bitcoin. You might have to remove Kings because Kings. I don't know. I don't think he's providing. Nah, anything. Kings part of the community, man. He's okay. It's all good. But thank you for the heads up, and um, thank you, thank you for watching out for a brother. So Bitcoin only has a value of what you get, and then around the world, the reason why you have adoption in South America is not because Bitcoin is great. It's because Bitcoin is the bridge to American dollar stability. So regardless, regardless of what inflation takes place where we live globally, the euros pooped the bed. It was a dollar oh one. It was a dollar American to a dollar oh one euro. So what does that translate to? Regardless of what takes place internally, the rest of the world falls just like crypto falls as Bitcoin moves. We are still, and I know Bitcoin people don't like this, we are still the standard of value. Still. As Loon community, we don't give a shit about Bitcoin press anyways. Right? Exactly. So, so, so as you move <laughs> forward, so as you move forward, here's the thing. So as you look at Bitcoin, you look at the markets, you look at what takes place. The gentlemen that are behind this, the people that are communicating with these crypto exchanges and have saved and figured out and filled the gaps of this very complicated tech, they have a little more knowledge than we do. So when they come out and they say, we're going to look at it every month, I'm not going to go to them and say, let's look at it every day. You know, they, they got in the position they hold for a reason. Okay, yeah, I, I think we know that already, man. 
All right, thanks, man. So, Alex, you can go ahead and fancy. If you don't stop interrupting, man, I'm going to have to drop you down a speaker, bro. Well, I'm just letting you know, man. Like, you say, yeah, I'm letting you know, too. Some people are already. Go ahead, Alex. Already known. Thanks, Blue Collar. Hey, I was just uh, messing around with the numbers on CoinGecko for what KuCoin has done in the past 24 hours. And it was showing like $386 million worth of trading went went on on Luna Classic alone. And I was running the numbers, and that was like um, the 1.2% tax on that was about $4 million worth. Dividing that by the current price that it's at times, you know, the amount of days in a year is bringing that to um, trillions of coins, trillions of coins alone. I mean, um, <laughs> I think my numbers are right. I mean, I just double checked that. Just That's just KuCoin alone. I have no idea what the monetary transaction amount is on chain alone, you know, not including Mexi Global, what they're doing, and if even I think you can check that on uh, Terra Station actually. On the chariot, oh, what their what the line chain is, okay, yeah, I, I had I was just running on um, just KuCoin and I was flabbergasted by the amount. I mean, do you concur with those numbers, Who caller or anybody the, else? The only problem with that is right now. I mean, they and I no, your, your numbers is probably correct, but. The the burn hasn't been uh it hasn't started yet if you don't already know that much you know you know that right yeah yeah I do I was just yeah and, so and once that's... it's implemented then yeah your numbers hey like I said if it keeps the volume up man and everything with those burn numbers then hey all good you know what I mean let's just see I mean let's just see how it play out we'll keep it positive. The one thing I got to say to those numbers, so when you're doing this calculation, there's so many variables. For one, you're doing uh, what Luna VS stated. You can check the on-chain volume at Terra Station. So that has the information for that. So when you're doing the calculation, you have to do two calculations. You got to do on-chain and off-chain volume calculations to see what they both combined would burn. Also, what you would have to do is you would have to fix the price and fix the volume to a fixed number each to do that calculation. And then you're kind of getting, okay, this is what's possible if the price stays at this and the volume stays at this. The problem with doing this kind of calculation, the only way for us to be able to see how many this is going to burn is with time. Once it's active and seeing how the market rolls with it, that's the only way. Because any calculation you do, you have to understand that's today's volume. Well, okay, what if you take that volume, but the price is twice as much? Well, now in order to buy back and burn, you're actually buying back less coins, even with the current volume. So say the volume is 3 billion a day in volume, um, but the price isn't at, you know, 0 0.035 or 0 0.05 or point, say it goes up to 0 0.01. Well, you're buying half of the, the amount of coins. I mean, it. so each time you do that, so how Qcoin and how these um, exchanges are implementing this off-chain 1.2% tax. So for the day, some of them might do it daily. Most of them will probably do it weekly um, to get a better uh, cost average. So what they do is, they take the 1.2% tax, 
the monetary funds that that cost the the users, right? It all goes into one account. And at the end of the week, if that's $10,000, um, just throwing numbers out there, if it's $10,000, then they buy $10,000 worth of Luna Classic at that current price. And then they burn every single coin that they were able to buy. Well, $10,000, a month ago bought you a hell of a lot more coins than ten thousand dollars today and that's what you have to realize so doing this calculation for this is almost impossible to do because of the daily and hourly fluctuations in price and in volume i mean luna classic today i mean it's jumped you know four or five hundred dollars six hundred dollars in price you know i mean by itself you know, just today, you know, and the volatility and the volume today. Yo, Demon, um, I, I 80% agree with you because, um, I mean, you said like on-chain um, transaction volume also is, is calculated in dollar dollar amount, right? And that's not the case, right? It's it's calculated in LUNC, in LUNC amount. So that wouldn't be the, the issue for on-chain transaction volume data yeah but that's easy to calculate we've already ran all of that data on testnet so we can run what the actual volume is um, of the coins that are being pushed through at the current price of those coins we can then get the 1.2 percent how much money valuta fiat that would have created yeah but, and then, but why are you doing the the middle step like for example on in terra station the on-chain data is calculated in lunk right if you switch it to lunk yeah of course but lunk so you're calculating the actual coins right the 1.2 percent right how many if you're going to do it in coins you take 1.2 percent of a million right but the amount of coins that you get out of that 1.2 percent the value of those coins are constantly changing Yes, so that's what so that's what you calculate into any of the burn taxes you're going to have to calculate the volume that you're getting from the 1.2 percent yeah, well, from the volume plus the price that's why i said from the beginning that the burn tax will be a like an inflated or, or what's it called like a like a mirrored exponential graph right so with less coins in circulating supply there will be less coins burned basically you mean fluctuated and that's the word you're looking for yeah there's so absolutely so the less coins now less coins in circulation doesn't always mean higher mc or higher value but if we can keep the current volume and people buying it and the price keeps going up then of course now just because there's coins being burned but say the interest dies down and less people are willing to pay more for that coin and because you can have we can go back down to 0. 0.00001 with 10 million coins in circulation i mean it all just depends on how much liquidity is in there that's why that's with any coin that's why each blockchain has a different total supply or max supply of coins and they're all at different values it just depends on how many people are invested in those coins i so, gotta get my hats off to you demon i mean guys do you realize that right now and I, you know us DeFi people are going to recognize this 
you could literally be telling us, oh, yeah, man, we're going to get this. It's going to be gone. We got one week, one month, we're to a penny. I mean, he's breaking it down and saying, no, 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 no. This is what takes place. It's variable. It starts off fast. There's multiple um, um, things to take into account, right? I mean, we're talking about value. So what dictates value? The unpredictable, the rest of the crypto ecosystem. You know, if Bitcoin's going to drop down to those crazy numbers of 17,000 again, guess what? We're moving too, regardless of us doing everything perfect. It's just how it works. So to try to va- try to factor in the price during the burn and duration of time based off of the unknown, yes, this is actually pretty extensive. And for him, him to come out and say, this is what we have to do. This is what we're doing. This is why it's taking this long. Hats off to you, man, because you could be blowing smoke up all of our tuchuses and saying, bye, 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 bye. We're going to be a penny 100%. tomorrow. And, and so how many people please talk about, brain. like, let's please talk about the utility effect. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll get back to that. Most certainly, my friend. And I was wondering, uh, what's your NFTs under? Are you under the uh, Luna Classic? Are you under Luna 2.0? I mean, what, what, what are you representing? What are you bringing to the table, my friend? Bro, I'm I'm part of uh, Luna Punks actually. Um, I'm an OG, so I was here before uh, DPEC, and I stayed here. I even invested during DPEC. I put in long positions for USDC because I strongly believed in the concept of a decentralized stablecoin, and I did much for this community. I did much for the chain. I've been here for a long time, and um, I still keep on doing it. I want to say thank you, my friend. And the reason for asking wasn't for any form of skepticism. It was just for the people in the room to to to, to grab a narrative around your mindset and, and, and to understand what you've seen as it changed to become what it was, to become what it is, and to still be here. Thank you for your, your, your community efforts, man. No worries, bro. I've been burning from the day one as well, bro. I've been burning 30 million coins. Personally, out of my own account, don't want to I mean, get want any glory or anything. But just... Sorry, what did, didn't catch you there? I said, I mean, if you don't want that, you know, if you don't want them, you can just send them, send them my way. Well, they don't get burned that way, so I rather get them burned. For well, each actually, by him burning them, space. he made your coins worth more money. No, I made everyone's coins more money. Everyone's in in this place in this space so i think that's a much more democratic way of doing it anyway let's go let's go back to the utility part guys because i think for the long term if we actually target that one dollar or 10 cents um price target we actually need to talk about that we need to talk about how the burn tax is going to affect um projects trying to build on the blockchain I think we have to talk about transaction volumes. We have to talk about, yeah, we have to talk about off-chain activities. What do you guys think about USDC, um, repegging, stuff like that, the interesting part? I don't think USD should should peg back to it, if you want to know the honest truth, unless there's major fixes in it. But, I mean, that's just my opinion. 
Well, obviously, it would only make sense to repack USDC if the the code would have been imp- would be improved, um, if it would be more resilient, if it would be, um, yeah, if it would be more resilient, basically, and um, a little more secure. Absolutely, there should never be another DPEG event. Otherwise, I mean, I think this is our second chance. If we don't get it right this time, there's no third chance. I think it's as simple as that. Exactly. So my thing is, is from what I'm understanding from algorithm, like stable coins, it's hard to make them work. And I'm going to speak just upon uh, Cody and the Jeed and whatnot and just what they're doing with the 400% uh, collateralization up behind the Jeed. Like, from what I'm understanding on that one, it took a lot of math in order to even... The problem is you cannot over-collateralize a stable coin in order for it to grow. That's the problem. And it has to be to Yeah, but you cannot over-collateralize a coin. And the idea behind a decentralized stable coin... It just doesn't work. That... And that's why I can say that that is one plan... Well, it is a plan that, but in saying that, you were cut out there. Put, oh, sorry. So, as I was saying, Terror Rebels, TR, they are working on repegging USTC. Um, they have many great minds. I mean, guys from Fortune 500 companies that are working on this plan. But. I will say this, they will not put a proposal forward or any kind of vote until this plan has been vetted and gone through and tested a thousand times over so that, and I mean attacked, they're going to have hackers and people. That's also what we, that's also what we expect, right? Because. Right. Absolutely. Well, the issue was, since you are an old Luna person. Um, which I can vouch for. I've seen you around quite a bit. Um, and as you can tell, there was one fault with Duquan, and that was his pride and his team. There was multiple people in the Luna space and in the crypto space that brought forward this loophole to Duquan. They they literally spelled out the way the way it happened. That That roadmap for that, that attack roadmap was already brought up multiple times by multiple people that said hey you, know, you also think this it, is w- it was an attack oh yeah I, I mean just the way if you look in the wallets the way the things were transacted um, have, you seen, have you seen like all the twitter uh, twitter accounts sharing the same messages spreading fud when the in price a sense, was put down to 98 cents oh yeah um now i've done my own research on it i i kind of look at it's just followed people, you know, fat man, he, he did his own thing and he got his own following from people and he went against, you know, Duquan. And then there's these little FUD FUDsters that say, oh, look, this is how he actually um, did a pump and dump of this, where he funded all of this. You know, I don't think that was the case. It, for one, it got attacked. You can tell, I mean, that it wasn't a pump and dump. It was by a team of people. It wasn't just one person able to do it. Yeah, it was a team go, of people. But then go go one step further and ask why was it attacked? Because that that is crucial for us 
if we want to repack USDC? Because the answer is, it's a decentralized stablecoin and centralized powers yep. don't have power over it. Exactly. There you go. And that's exactly the point. And, so and that was going to be is, my answer. What is, what is our way of responding to it? Basically, if we want to repack this decentralized stablecoin, which was like doing fine until a malicious actor was basically getting into our our way and the timing obviously also i mean there's many questions to it and also my personal belief is that there was attack 100% but Didn't if we come to that conclusion problems. what what is our response to it that this attack doesn't happen again well, so did you guys follow LF or LGA or whatever the goddamn acronym? I can't even think right now. Uh, the Luna Guard Foundation, the ones that were in control of the money, how they were trying to repeg. Yeah, well, basically they they did they did buy up that all all of that Bitcoin. Okay, in, so in preparation to to have a so, to have a pool. Where you have the same mechanism which was in place between Luna and USCC. The promise that you can always redeem $1 worth of Luna for $1 worth of USCC, right? So yeah. they, they tried, to did, tried to do the same with Bitcoin, which was a genius plan, to be honest. And three weeks, I mean, they were in the preparation to, they bought the Bitcoin, they were in the preparation to do all the tech behind it but but they didn't just do it with bitcoin if you look at their wallet of luna classic the liquidity that they were holding they did it with bitcoin luna classic and a few other coins avalanche yeah avalanche yep, that they well. were backing it for now the biggest there's two factors and, and that, the avalanche the avalanche assets we still have right so mm -hmm. because i think they were staked or something so they yeah. didn't have access to them but, but yeah, we have a lot of them that we still have, you know, so and there was what, some of their Lunar so Classic that, that the they idea, had. That would be the idea to have the same genius idea of having this mechanism of redeeming $1 worth of Luna to $1 worth of USDC, which is like creating well, demand for USDC in times where USDC is unpacked. Um, with other assets as well, where there's more demand for other assets than only Luna, specifically. So, yeah. And um, see, for I my personal, if we went down that road, you know, for me, I believe in a three, well, two coin, one token system, um, instead of just two. So, um, to where there was a token, you know, and I can go into that. That's uh, one of the ideas I threw out that would hold certain liquidities um, and would keep keep USTC from being able to attack the way it was because the liquidities would be held in multiple different areas. Um, and then the way to get the token that you would use for governance would actually, you would have to stake your USTC to be able to hold that um, token. The only way to uh, sell the token would be to swap it for Luna Classic. So you're given multiple utility. I mean, there's a lot more to it, but you know, the one thing, I, one point I did want to make from this DPEG is if you follow what happened and the attack that happened, you know, it was from a centralized entity. And they yeah, spent I just want to throw that out. They there. took like a huge, huge before 
uh, BlackRock was investing into USDC, yep. so um, that's a bit suspicious. Well, anyway, they, they, they took a huge risk doing so, but there's two things that kind of pull flags, um, pull flags to me, and that is Duquan. It has it's been shown this is not just some conspiracy theory. He was pulling out eighty million dollars in liquidity from Luna Classic. He was selling the Luna Luna at the time. Um, he was selling it. He was pulling out the money for and now they say oh it was for um operational costs and all that stuff okay great whatever but when the dpeg happened and uh lfg decided or lg whatever it is um i always get him confused um when they decided to My try to re foundation guard yeah LFG. lfg um when they decided to repeg ustc you realize that they could have done it. We wouldn't have been in this mess right now had they done one thing different. Do you guys know what that is? Yeah, that, I, I think it's it's a what one thing. What, no, there's just that? one thing they could have done different. Yeah, they definitely. There's the many things they could have done different. Not there should have been like there should have been an, a lock up for Anchor Protocol. The Anchor Protocol yield shouldn't have been as as high, high. as it was in oh, yeah. So but there's, there's many but, things they should have done differently. But right, but I mean, I, but I'm talking learn. about, I'm talking about when the DPEG happened. There was one thing that they did wrong. Had they done just one thing different, we wouldn't have been in this situation. They didn't stop it. They, they could have halted the blockchain as well. That, that would have been an option. Well, they they halted it multiple times and then they re re enabled it. But there is one thing, and that's gives, and it tells you. Who's one of the biggest holders right now of USTC? Luna Guard Luna Foundation. No, the Luna Guard <laughs> Foundation. They they hold no, they I'm hold billions not. in I'm it. All my USTC so, Luna. <laughs> so what they did is they've sold their Bitcoin to buy back USTC to try to repeg it. When all they would have had to do, all they would have had to do was use and they would have used barely any money, any money. They could have halted the chain when it hit the very rock bottom and then halted it, cashed in their Bitcoin, $200 million worth, that's it, not billions, $200 million worth, bought back the supply immediately of Luna Classic, halt the chain, and just do a burn off of that. And that right there would have repegged USTC. And then they could have halted the chain when they yeah, well, did that, fixed I mean, the, the problem that caused the the issue, and then restarted up the chain. And you, we wouldn't have had the overmining issue. USTC, the debt that it accumulated wouldn't be there. It would already be repegged. They, they picked the wrong coin. All they would have had to do is buy back this and burn Luna idea. Classic. I think it's a genius idea, but this is always easy to say, like, in hindsight, time in between, right? Right, and in hindsight. The event. So, I mean, we can we can argue but, all day about that topic and how what options could have been taken. And I think you're right. Probably but you have looked they, at the data. They were the ones. So, they're the ones that created the blockchain. They're the ones that created the actual algorithm. And the way the algorithm worked is whenever it depegged, right, in the negative, what did it do? It minted Luna Classic and burned off so USTC. Even though Whenever I, I it... lost one hundred thousand US US dollars in that event, um, I still believe that um, Do Kwon actually did 
the best. He tr he actually tried to do the best he could. So um, that's, oh, I believe. that's my belief, my personal belief. Maybe it was wrong what he did, and the, he took the wrong steps. But um, I'm not sure about the 80 million he actually withdrew. I think he has earned much more, um, like during, like from LFG uh, funds that were paid to him, like on occasional matters. And I don't think he would be in the need of getting 80 million no no i'm not saying that was more. him personally doing it but that those transactions those are there to track they 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 were there they are there there was 80 million dollars worth of luna classic being sold a month now their their reasoning for that was for operating costs i was i'm just stating that because of so other conspiracy the theories Demon, you were here in the Twitter space earlier, right? Like um, when this one guy said that uh, Queen Elizabeth has died, and we should short. Um, we should short. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the British pound, basically. Um, so that was also kind of like inside information, right? Because he had he had, he had a friend at like news or something. So you could have like acted on that information. I mean, whatever. What what is eighty eighty million in comparison to eighty billion? So, I don't think that these these guys at LFG try to enrich themselves because they were paid a shitload of money. No, no, no. That's not that's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is I'm giving both roadmaps to where the conspiracy theorists are saying, oh, Duquan had a part in this. He was pulling out 80 million, um, cashing in all of this. And I'm not on that side. I'm saying, yes, there was 80 million pulled out and that helped the attack happen. I don't think he did it purposely for the chain to be attacked well he was just pulling out the what, 80 what million the, uh, you could uh, tell you could tell the look on Dokon's face he was he looked more like a victim in that situation rather than i agree to that well, he was also, he was in you, disbelief the interview closely he's, he also strongly believes from my point of view that there was a mole and the only like the simple fact that all the lfg um, leaders were on a plane. I think it was brilliant. Yeah, out of the fucking place. country. So, <laughs> exactly. So um, they didn't have time and to react. They had like eight hours or seven hours in between. That was the time that was enabling the price to depeg further without actions being taken. And then it, Twitter bots. I, I I saw them screenshots myself, like of all these Twitter bots sharing the same message, exact same wording about fudding and saying, look at that UCC price depact, it's at 98 cents, sell, sell your coins, blah, blah, blah. And I, I'm, I still bite myself in the ass that I didn't screenshot that, that one really good tweet because I can't find it anymore. No, it's deleted. But, I remember that tweet. I've looked for it. Yeah, uh, I've looked for it as well. I've looked for a bunch of this them, is actually. Proving, this is actually proving that there was a centralized entity behind it and trying to fight the project. And obviously, there was a centralized power that was uh, depegging UCC to nine, 98 cents originally, right? So, 
in the sense uh, for it me it's not, sense. No, no question it would make you know a centralized entity would have uh, more of an incentive to do something like this i think the, yeah but like like, like what, i mean we can we can have the agreement at some point maybe or maybe not but the thing what which we need to take from it is basically that we have to ask ourselves if we were to repack UCC at some point, what so this is a crucial question right, what would hold this centralized power back from doing another attack because these Wall Street guys they have a lot of money you know, and 4, four billion is, is not a lot of money for them and um, even if there would have been the Bitcoin pool, which would have made the attack, I think, three, three times more capital would have been needed for the attack to take place. So that would take it to 12 billion. 12 billion is still not a lot of money for Wall Street financials. So that deals in how trillions. do we counteract that? You have to figure out how to fix the loophole first. That was capitalize them before you try to repack so it doesn't happen again yeah i i agree 100 percent. and one one part of it is like having a lending and borrowing protocol that has lockup times so there can't be a bank well, run in the first yeah, place well, and yeah. and one thing is that you have to realize though is so you know those are the loopholes the way it was attacked those are the loopholes that we are aware of so we have to look for other ones that weren't there. And that's why I've been calling for vaults. Vaults is a huge freaking thing in crypto now. And with vaults, time vaults, that is one way to lock up. I think, you know, even staking, once we get our um, circulating supply down to a good bit, well, actually our total supply down to a reasonable number, we should do vaults also, not just staking. Okay, yeah, you go and stake and I could go stake today and then unstake and I have to wait 21 days. So that means, okay, yeah, in 21 days, right now, everybody, 7% that's staked away, everybody could decide because the market's dropping, they can decide to unstake. Well, we know in three weeks, there's a possible even further drop down because those people that just unstaked in three weeks have their coins available and they can sell off. Now there's other protocols and there's other places, other coins to where there's actual vaults. So you can stake, do the regular staking that you do now, or you can decide to take your staked amount and put it in a six month time so vault, mean, 12 month, 24, with, 48 with a vault, month. With a vault, you mean a locked up period time where you fix staking basically? Yep. Yep. It's, it's a locked up. So you can't touch it. You can't unstake it. You can't do anything with it for however long so you can pick all right so one of them is tectonic right on tectonic that finance would, that would give more second rewards for yeah so tectonic uh, the way it works it's one of the crow on the chronos chains um you can stake so you can stake tonic on crypto.com you get like fuck like two percent apy or some i really don't number. like com, to be honest <laughs> right well i'm just i'm just throwing it out yeah, um so good and then then you can go on the DeFi wallet and go through uh tectonic finance right and you can stake there and you're getting about i think 12 12 and a half percent right now um apy on it 
Or, you know, you know, talking about crypto.com, you know that crypto.com is owned by the Chinese. First of all, second of all, it's a ripoff for the usual customer crypto newbie because they have in, insanely high fees. Oh yeah. So uh, I just I just I'm use really them for staking rewards. I get, you know, I'm making like 14.5% yeah, on but my why, why, why would you go there to look up your coins and like get basically rid of your coins in power when you could go and stake them like with one layer less of risk? Oh, I do. I do. I, I have them split everywhere. I just do it there so I can get extra coins for free by using the card and I'm getting like 14.5%. So uh, it's just one of the things. But so, if you go back real quick, so I can finish my point on tonic. Um, so yeah, how that is, how that's done is you can go and stake it, right? And when you stake it, say a billion tonic, um, you get X tonic. So you get, you know, it's a, I think it's a one, one X tonic to one point six tonic or something like that. Um, so you get your X tonic. And those X tonics will be staked. You're receiving your rewards back in tonic. So you could do the same thing with Luna Classic. You stake your Luna Classic, you get X, X um, Luna C, and then your rewards will be paid to you in Luna C. And then you can unstake um, and do your 21 day period. Or you can decide which you can do with tonic. You can take those X tonic and put them in a vault. And there's four different vaults for tonic, which we could have four different vaults for Luna Classic um, to where you lock them up for six months, 12 months, 24 months or 48 months. So six months, one year, two years, four years. And they are locked in. Now, each tier that you're going up, you're getting a higher APR or APY from it. So, you know, for the tonic, I believe for the four year vaults, it's at like 132 percent or something like that. But it's locked. That liquidity is locked. That money that you put onto that chain into that coin is locked away. So that keeps. Now, if we're able to lock away, say, 30% of the supply in vaults and then say another 10 or 15% or even just say 20 to make it easy um, in staking. Yep. Staking, we can that can be pulled out like people make we, the argument we wouldn't now. be able to reduce the supply as much anymore. Right. right. Well, no, no, what I'm saying is I would I would put, bring in the vaults after we get down to a good supply. But you can also do it kind of like how Hex is. I don't know if you guys follow Hex or how that's done. You know, you can actually do it to where when you stake your coins, um, they're burned immediately right then and there. And then you mint your own rewards back. Um, right. Fantastic you, ideas, guys. A lot of different solutions, most definitely. Hey, yeah, uh, so there's a, there's a few different things. How long? I just wanted to get to a couple of the hands in the room, if we could real quick, so get back to it. And I'd love if, for you guys to give your input um, in the event that some of them are, are project specific. And, uh, you know, thank you so much for sharing your information. Uh, go ahead, Slim. We'll go with Slim, Milo, and then Chugga. Thank you. Thank you very much. Damon, that was nice. This is a special message from Slim Jesus in the future. I'm currently in 2045, and Luna has long <laughs> landed on the moon. I mean, this thing is up to $27 right now. Fuck Everybody yeah. is a millionaire. I mean, Blue Collar, he went on to he, – he has a successful 
business with his own blockchain, and he also sells cookies on the side. Them damn delicious cookies. Luquan, he has gone on to do great things. He has a successful um, uh, riding lawnmower dealerships around the country and is currently working on his second book. Uh, he's got the first page done on the first one. Good Dude. luck to you, Luke One. We're looking out for that book. Uh, Kings, Kings is going on to do great things. He's got his own Cardano Island. You cannot enter the island unless you've got Cardano. And let me tell you, in the future, everybody's holding Cardano. And yeah, baby. Movie, how I do is Mr. Diamond Hands. Mr. Diamond Hands, this guy, boy, can he talk. He did so well back then. He went on to be a successful motivational speaker. He is around the world still right now. Um, he, he's gone blind from all the research and things he's doing. So he's, he's basically just blind, running around the country, hoping to get where he's going. But Mr. Diamond Hands, we appreciate you. The future's good. Luna's fine. The future, I, I'm tired. I'm years I'm real tired. I came to visit my great grandkids. Uh, Y'all have a good day uh, from Slim in the future. 2045 looks good, baby. Got to bring me back one of those cookies, Bob. Well, thank you, Future Slim. Um, that was uh, flawless as always. Uh, I, I I always wonder. I'm like, man, does he work on this before he gets to the mic? And and, and when he's sitting there, he's like, come on, man, I got my hand up. I got my hand up. I gotta respect the art, or is this just free flowing magic? It's it's beautiful, Milo. Go ahead, my friend. No, I just like to say some great conversation there, but. I think you can all kind of agree that maybe the 1.2% off-chain uh, tax would be uh, too steep. And I don't think that would be sustainable. That would be something that would have to change. So I think we have to see what's going on there with what Qcoin does I, I over kinda, the next few I weeks. I kind of agree. I think it's the opposite way, bro. I think uh, an on-chain tax burn of 1.2% is hostile against um, new developments on the chain against um, DeFi products, against NFT products. I think the off-chain alternative would be much better, to be honest. Well, I, I kind of agree with you a bit because I do believe that the, even the on-chain percentage is too steep. And, and it does do exactly what you're saying. Like, we need to get AMMs back on chain. We need, like, uh, order book like Kujira back on chain. We need to, you know, reconnect IBC. And we need to get all of these developers back that have left and gone to Juno, uh, Cosmos, started up their own chains and everything like that we need development to come back and that's up to the community to seek that out and get that that's all that i wanted that's to bring an, up another interesting part uh, to talk about is how do we fund new projects that come on chain um we would need another proposal for that and we need funds from somewhere so well, I, I think the fund, some of those if things. they do start a community fund then it should be ran by governance. Well, we could, so so on the issue of utilities um, with the 1.2% tax burn, that is something I brought up earlier. Um, and that was one reason I personally didn't agree with the 1.2% tax burn. Now I'm behind, I'm with the community, so I'm going to support it. Um, while the community is supporting it, when people ask me my personal opinions on it, 
then that is one opinion I give them. I tell them I did not personally believe in that project. For one is the big issues that you two just stated is utilities. Now, a lot of utilities are working with it. You know, Met Galore, um, that's the net, that's the NFT project and NFT marketplace. They have worked out coding to work along with the 1.2% tax burn. Also, this is why we're doing the quarterly updates on it to see if it needs to change quarterly is because we can't just change it willy nilly all the time because each utility has to do the upgrade for has to do the change with it. Um, so it's easier done through three months instead of weekly. Um, it would just be chaos. Um, but there are a lot, like I said, say if there was a thousand different kinds of varieties of utilities that we could have on chain right now because of the 1.2 percent tax burn we're probably limited to say three or four hundred different varieties if we didn't have the tax burn yes it would open up the door to all 1000 um but again it's would all of those 1000s be jumping on board at the moment um from the dpegs a lot of them are still mistrusting from the dpeg and not sure if it this blockchain's going to take off so we can get other ones that are willing to do the 1.2 percent part of those 300s back on get volume coming in get money coming in and you have to realize this 1.2 percent tax burn can be changed at any time with a parameter change just how it's being done today it's being changed from zero percent to 1.2 percent that is what the proposal vote is for today if at any time we need to change the numerical the percentage of the 1.2 percent tax burn we can do it with a parameter change and it goes instantly into effect after the vote is done so seven days so as soon as we see a huge problem with it for utilities and other things we don't know until we but try you, it. but you said so, you're only going to track it uh, every three months or something right so that's my issue with it so right it needs to be, but it needs it needs to be monitored like weekly on a weekly basis for sure well, it's, it's going to be monitored, but the change won't take effect until we have a basis, a time basis to calculate, okay, you know what, how much is it being affected? Because we can't do it on a daily or weekly thing um, just because of how much the market fluctuates. So if we do it on a three-week, three-month basis and three months from now, it's showing that, you know what, it decreased the volume, it brought this, then we can change the tax to a lower number or do away with it just change it to zero completely um, we don't need to take it out of the code we can just do a parameter change there doesn't need to be a code update or a, a new code written we can just change the parameter inside the code and take it to zero when need be um, and we should be able to see um, get a nice calculation off of it because right now where the price is at current um, it's not as big of an issue as it will be once the price goes up but we can get a nice base point for it at this current cost before it would actually become too big of an issue we just implement it we see how it rolls and then we can see, okay, you know what? If we keep going on this trajectory with this volume and this growth, when we get to six months, this thing would start killing this blockchain tremendously or at nine months, we'll be able to actually calculate yeah, my, that out from my the fear, graph. My fear though is that because it's set so high to a 1.2% tax burn, 
that the data is going to show that it's plummeting transaction volume. And then we are going to go, we're going to go without it um, totally, you know? So, well, no. So, one thing you have to do. It could be beneficial and it could be uh, successful if we would have put it to 0.1%, you know? Right. Something nobody feels when transacting. Like DeFi protocols don't feel when and doesn't like. Well, each number. So, what you're talking about, those numbers, those numericals, they were discussed. The community. The Luna Classic community voted on 1.2%. I don't, that is I don't the number. I don't see that being discussed so much because, um, I mean, the the original proposal was put up by Vegas, right? That's how we how we got big, and um, after that it got through the proposal, and after that it was kind of like set in stone for the community that we need this 1.2% tax burn, even though we haven't thought about it. Because before before the actual 1.2% went through, it was being discussed on Twitter and everywhere else, and there was polls done at what percentage that they wanted. Every poll came back to the above 1%. So then that's whenever he actually put the proposal for the 1.2% tax forward. So we took the number that the community wanted out of the polls, and then that's the number we put into the proposal. But I will state this. If, say, it goes active, right, and within two weeks or three weeks, we just see a straight dive down where it just kills it completely to where we know no matter how long we let this drag on for three months, six months to try to get a nice sense um, of how it's going to work. If it just dumps, you know, of course, we're going to put the proposal in immediately then to change the tax to a lower number or to zero. I mean, Terry Rebels. Well, that's my completely... question. Are you going to put it to zero immediately or are you going to try give it one more try with a lower number? Um, it would probably we would see how much of a detriment it is um, at 1.2% and then uh, probably go with underneath at least I would probably say half I can't speak on behalf of the community completely Um, there have been discussions uh, putting it um, like in the 0.3 to 0.4 range to test it out there if the 1.2 doesn't work then you know but right now you see that's one thing where i go back and forth with the tax burn because the only people that are really going to be affected by it are the big big fuckers you know that have billions of coins that are trying to uh transfer them between yeah, and, areas and, and like that are getting high protocols fees. that are doing many transactions For many uh, transactions of course but exactly. also one one thing you have to understand one thing we can do with different protocols the same option that we gave binance so we gave binance an option um talking to them um in a sense and it's it was an option that they asked for and to kind of feel us out and stuff. And we told them, yeah, we will follow that plan if if you do this for us. So, and it was about the off chain. And they said, okay, if we implement the off chain tax burn, 
will you whitelist our wallets so that those wallets aren't double taxed? And so we can do that. Over or what? In a sense, now they would still be paying. Now that that's like that's internal wallets where they're moving because they said for security purposes they move uh, users' coins around in different wallets for whatever security reasons that they have, um, and they don't want to be taxed on those every time they're moving coins. As you can see now, they created a bunch of wallets, put twenty five billion into them, then moved them to all these coins to another. Wallet they now only, they're down. They only I think did that to avoid the tax burn. Well, no, they've been doing this without any tax burn. The yeah, tax burn is in effect. The tax burn. They're smart, bro. They they I, did it in preparation of the tax burn, so they in the end they have to pay less tax burn. Thinking yeah, but they've been. Time. Yeah, but if you think of, if you actually go and follow the wallets, they've been moving these coins around between wallets for the last three months. But never in this I mean, extent. Never in this extent. Oh no, no, they've they've sped up that thing tremendously. But in that sense, if a DeFi protocol or another protocol came up and said, "Hey, um, when we're doing these." switches back and forth daily is there a way between these wallets that they can be whitelisted so that the tax so we're not being taxed on these transactions every single time um especially when our users are sending you know say say you're sending your coins to a staking protocol you know to, to go and stake well you're already being taxed on that well now that staking protocol however they run their protocol um they might be sending those coins out to go invest in other places to get you good ass rewards and stuff um depending on how the protocol runs well when they're doing that with those wallets they don't want those user coins to be taxed again so yeah there's there are things in place to where those wallets can be whitelisted to where that doesn't happen so it, it helps those protocols so if a protocol has an issue but with that coming back that, to the point like he or they or binance agreed or asked you for whitelisting these wallets you did so and then they basically said no we're not going to implement the tax burn on sell and buy orders or what well we asked them for a few other things too we're because we told them we said hey you know if we're gonna white whitelist these wallets then because at first they wanted to whitelisted they wanted them whitelisted to be completely gone from um any kind of tax and we said well you're yeah, gonna screw that's, that's that's screwing the community i was like no um we're not going to do that we'll whitelist them to where internally if you're moving stuff around and you do an on-chain and off-chain burn then of course we'll whitelist them to where they're only taxed once but they were asking for them not to be taxed at all not even one time yeah how about how about we start blacklisting them well some people are wanting to do that we are not quite there yet because we're still in talks and um one thing that it seems Binance is waiting on is they're using all these other exchanges as dummies. They're using them but they to should test start the water. The rain clouds on the horizon, though. Yep, they should. And I think, well, they already did. So quickly, so we can get to other questions. I'm sorry, Chugga. Um, sorry, Blue. Um, but just to quickly state this so today, after they announced. So they did the upgrade, right? They were doing the the wallet maintenance and all that shit for four hours. They actually opened up withdrawals 
and deposits again. And then they made that statement about that statement that came out on Twitter about 15 minutes after that, they stopped withdrawals and deposits. And about an hour and a half, two hours ago, it was still stopped because I think what happened is a bunch of people that were on Binance got pissed off from that statement and started putting in withdrawal orders to withdraw their coins out of Binance to go somewhere else. So they immediately just put a halt to all withdrawals. So who knows if they're gonna come out with a new statement um, stating, hey, we didn't say no to the off-chain. We just didn't say we were going to do it. We're going to do the off-chain or the on-chain first see how it works out and see how off-chain works for these other exchanges and then we'll jump in now i can understand that from a business standpoint because if it does take a huge hit for these other exchanges they're losing a little bit of money binance will lose a bunch of money if it doesn't work out so i can see their hesitation there so i, I mean guys, I, I this, get to other questions. this is just this is just how smart the people that volunteer their time, the OGs that were in this system, this is just how smart they are. So, I mean, when you show the community effort coming together, the growth, the ability to vote on proposals, it's pretty exciting. I mean, this right here, anything we said in the room is meaning myself. Um, you know, we do okay for Twitter. But these guys are talking about DeFi, blockchain, fixing uh securing solutions and, and and how to do it in a way that helps investors but also helps projects that are on the platform right because you have to think about that too their liquidity depends on a certain percentage of positive growth each business only gets so much profit and profit has to be put back into the project and then expand whether through tech ideas or 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 just the team making the team larger you know that that's what you have to do so there's longevity into it chugga man you are iron man brother waiting this long hold that hand up anymore you're gonna have to do reps with the with the left hand just to balance it out go ahead bro <laughs> no I, I sit on the left hand buddy for uh obviously no j- jokes aside uh hey white bob again so you know whenever i see you i have to be hyper because you're you're fucking hyper yourself uh no uh it's just a quick one about terror station uh because obviously demon knows all about terror station and all that sort of shit i swear a lot i do apologize maybe it's a british thing maybe it's not i don't know but uh what the fuck is anchor earn like i thought the anchor protocol was uh disabled for obviously well, for obvious reasons, and I, I made a mistake of depositing a few uh, you, well, a, a bit of currency into there just to see what would happen, and nothing seems to be happening. So, what what exactly is Anchor Earn, and what have I done wrong? Yeah, I've 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 an additional question which sums that up a bit. Um, so there was a plan B if TFL is not gonna like support the tax burn, right? For um terror rebels to launch their own wallet and so to speak um get full control over managing the the wallet so my question would be how like do you actually have control over implementing new things on the terror station wallet and um yeah how easy is it for you to to like edit any anything on terror station wallet 
Did you it's surprise already... you like my question, bro? Like, no, so... no, I summed it up because no, 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 no. no, no, no. It's both that, due that, with Terra Station, so I can answer them both real quick. So Anchor, so Anchor Protocol was a protocol um, created by TFL and Duquan. Um, that's where you went and staked your USTC and all that bullshit. And it was part of the reason why we had this damn DPEG because of their outrageous um, earning rewards and everything else. Um, so that's still on the Terra station. Um, I would highly recommend you try pulling out whatever you put in there. Good luck. A lot of people were able to get some of their coins back out of it. Um, most of the time it's just been lost. Um, yeah, it won't, something... let me, it won't let me take any out, dude. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, so you're, you're screwed. Um, that is one thing we've asked TFL to to kind of pull out and fix on the TF or on Terra Station. Um, it's one of many things that we're trying to get removed and put into Terra Station. So I recommend I tell everybody do not do not mess with that. You're you're going to lose your coins. Um, Anchor Protocol is not is not doing shit. I mean, it was there for USTC. It's not doing anything now. Um, there was a, a, another scam thing that went off on it about a month ago um, that happened with Anchor. Uh, so don't deal with Anchor at all. Um, for the Terra Station wallet, so that's already created. It is already, it's already there. So plan B is already in effect. All we have to do is launch it. It's already built. It's already there. Um, so at any point in time, if TFL wasn't going to merge um, the pull request that uh, TR sent forward, we would so, be able to push it through with our own Terra station. Who has um, ultimate control? Like, is it Terra Rebels or TFL? Um, TFL and Terra Rebels. Now, ultimate, 100%, if you want me to be... 100% honest, which I always am, is who holds the keys? Well, Duquan and TFL. Exactly, um, and that's why there's a step in, right? And they that's why we have, well, we have a plan B. So we have a plan B to where we can take control. Now, it's not something TR, see TR, one thing you guys have to 100% understand is TR is not trying to be a new TFL. They do not want to be categorized as them. They're not trying to be in control of a blockchain like that. But even TFL has gotten their power um, taken away tremendously uh, from Luna Classic and V2. Because V2, once it um, genesis you know, to the zero block, um, it's a decentralized blockchain also. Same as Luna Classic. They're both decentralized, 100% decentralized, ran by... Um, by the communities well the um, decentralization part has to do with the voting power spread of yep. the validators right so mm -hmm. big shout out to all the validators that supported the well, community from the day one onwards and didn't get much attention unfortunately and i would encourage everybody listening to this space to do their due diligence and hello hello Oh, there you go, man. I was like, I just looked at my phone. I was like, did I lose no, the I room? Was there, like, there was like a weird like sound going off my phone. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would encourage everyone in the space to like do that due, due diligence and support the validators that have been here for the community from day one onwards, and haven't got got much attention, unfortunately. 
How, how I don't look at the content. I can't go, brother, because I hear uh, Happy Catty Crypto always talking about you guys. And uh, yeah, to be fair, I don't know much about, uh, well, the Luna Punks. So what do you want to know? We're an OG <laughs> project. We basically, yeah, yeah. the, the mint price, the mint price used to be one Luna back in the days when it was worth uh, between 40 bucks and 120 bucks, obviously. Um, the floor price was much higher. Um, all the revenues that were generated by the minting were put into stake uh, by smart contracts, optimizing the whole process. Um, and they were shared about all punk holders. Obviously, with the DPEG, um, all funds got eliminated, unfortunately. So I myself, um, I lost. I mean, I don't. I don't want to go into way into like deep inside yeah, my, my personal yeah, story here. But like, I picked up. I'm I'm the biggest Luna Punk whale now, and I committed to the community and basically said I'm gonna make use of my Luna Punks, help the community um, come back to its original glory, and um, yeah, I'm working with a lot of YouTubers. I'm I'm working with uh, the creator of Luna Punks. We have a new project and projects that are planning on launching on Luna Punks marketplace um the way it works is that uh trading fees basically that you pay when you sell a luna punk they go into treasury so it's all about the treasury of luna punks basically um this this treasury is staked in lunk on the blockchain the staking rewards get shared uh to each punk holder so the bigger the treasury the better for each punk holder um we are working on increasing the treasury obviously we're we're coming up from zero and i donated my donated myself for 40 million long to the project um i'm donating a lot of punks for marketing expansions and um yeah this is because not only i'm seeing the project as being og and being a fucking sick slick project and it's nice to have not only a profile picture of a luna punk like mine you know it looks sick um but it's also giving you staking rewards um and yeah with each new nft project launching on luna punks um there's obviously an increasing trading volume on the marketplace and therefore the trading fees um, are increasing the treasury and therefore the staking rewards for each individual punk holder. So that's basically it. We are thinking about doing a remand um, option. That was my idea. I put forward to Hippie, which would give low rarity punks the option for paying some lunk um, to do a remand and try to get like the option of getting a higher rarity punk and um that would be an option how to fill up treasury uh quite sustain um substantially and um yeah not only that but we have a couple of nft projects trying to launch on our platform uh increasing trading volume obviously and therefore transaction costs that go into treasury funds
And 50% of the staked amount of treasury um, is going is going to each individual punk holder and the other 15% is restaked. So it's basically a compounding yield. And if you leave your lunar punks just sitting there for a year, I think it will have tremendous output, so to speak. I hope that answers your question. Well, since you said it was one Luna, I tell you what, I'll double it and I'll give you two Luna C's for one of your punks. Oh, that's super, super. I know, I'll give you three. (laughs) I will give you three. (laughs) No, no, I will give you three. I will give you 3.5. All right. No, but I'm also involved with this. I mean, I'm just a regular guy, right? Um, Who lost a lot of money during DPEG and I somehow uh, picked up a lot of punks. We want yours, Mister Mister Whale. Like that, that's what we're going for. I think you should do an auction of yours. See how much you can yeah, get. Yeah, bro, I already did a lot of uh, auctions, and also there's gonna be an an auction of on Happy 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 Catty Crypto on the twenty first uh, with one of the most rare punks. I saw that one. There. Yeah, yeah, shiny one. Yeah, that one is gonna be lit. Don't know why it really reminded me of like getting a a shiny Pokemon. Like, you know when you were back when you were young, you had the Game Boy and all that, and you'd randomly come across a shiny. Don't know why, but that Lunar Punk really reminded me of that. Yeah, but if you're into into like uh, playing and play to earn or something, um, this new project which just launched on Lunar Punks is uh, the Burning Knights. Um, they burn forty percent of their mint price, which is two hundred thousand lunk. And um, they are launching a play-to-earn game, which is uh, basically a role role play game, um, 2D, kind of like Pokemon back in the days or on Game Boy. And uh, you're going to be able to trade all kinds of um, like equipment, and you can rent out your your nfts that you have minted and so there's there's definitely like projects that are trying to do and trying to bring back utility to the chain and we have to support them as much as possible are they releasing it on web or are they releasing it on uh, mobile because if it's mobile i'm, I'm game and i'll probably end up buying a few nfts just well, to fuck around it's, it's, it's not my project they're just launching on, on our on our platform basically but um, from what I know, it's it's going to be iOS compatible. It's going to be all compatible Ooh. and also phone compatible. You need to share that link, brother. Like I'm, I'm keen for that. That could be uh, that could be an amusing little uh, part. Yeah, just just go on my uh, on my profile. You'll find probably a link over there. I've been building a casino myself, and then I think I'd be you know it'd be great to contribute something like this. You know, burning tokens for people playing. Um, you know, add a bit of utility to Lunk. What do you guys think? I think get some poker tables in there, bro. And uh, then it's pure profit for you. You can contribute whatever you want towards the burn. And uh, we can all fuck around and beat each other on poker. Yeah. I think that's- yeah, I mean, check my page out. I've already built it. I've been working on it for like three months. Um, yeah, it's really looking exciting. I'm really keen on it. It's a Travis Scott theme, Gunner theme, you know. I think it's going to be lit. So. You, you guys, welcome, you know, who, you know, let's 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 do it. Do you know who Sefi is? Exciting yeah, time. 
If you know who Sefi is, bro, that's the guy to share it to. This guy will can shill anything. And uh, we, he's already done a space about crypto uh, gaming and crypto gambling because there's already a Luna 777, I think it is. And I think someone should know about that. And right. they had something similar. But obviously, if you're... If you've got another one for utility and you've got a way of uh, advertising it, then yeah, definitely tag uh, Sefi and uh, I always forget his actual name, but Coach Bruce, because they might be able to help shill you out for it. And uh, if, you, cool. if you've already got it, dude, and it's ready to go, definitely message them. Yeah, man. Yeah, that, that would be great, man. Do you reckon you could message me uh, after the chat? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll drop you a message now, man. Thanks, bro. You're king. Let so you. that's one question I have to ask, though, man. Is there any way, through any form of proposal and voting, that uh, the community can gain control of the keys? I know that's a hard question. But, but, but what's, what's that hurdle when the bridge comes? So essentially, what I was... I didn't finish my statement completely because I started answering something else. Sorry about that. So... Whenever I said that Terror Rebels does not want to become like a new TFL, um, one thing that we can do through governance and um, with this new Terra Station wallet that we created is we can kind of take it away from them. Um, like a so, corporate takeover or something like that? Basically, we have you know the largest yeah. portion of the liquidity pool under our governance. Yeah, so now there was an issue like before whenever um, this whole staking and delegation vote was going in, a lot of validators that you that you heard some users earlier today stating, oh, um, they didn't vote, you know, um, they they just stayed, you know, neutral in it. <clears throat> so those validators, the reason they didn't vote is because they thought that was kind of like a, a corporate takeover already that we were doing where it wasn't. They're like, well, if you guys are voting to implement this and have each validator implement it themselves and you're taking it out of TFL's hands, um, then we're not going to stand behind that. So we're not going to vote as a validator. But if our users decide to vote in favor of that, then of course we can't do anything you know their vote goes wherever they want it and some of them said if our users decide to go down that route we'll support it other validators said uh we're going to be shutting down um so which didn't matter we have so many damn validators we have so many validators that will hit max in october pretty quick um and then we'll have people on the list behind them um so yes, we can. We have actually asked them for the keys. Um, and I think, I'm pretty positive that they're gonna probably hand over the keys here in the next few months. Um, because see, a lot of people, they think uh, Duquan completely abandoned the blockchain. In a sense, he kind of did because that's the way he thought the community wanted to go. Um, but, in a sense, he didn't because he still hasn't given up and he's in contact with head of Terra Rebel and Vegas. Um, you know, they, they speak, you know, a few times a week now um, and giving him updates and the tra trajectory that they're wanting to take the blockchain and 
I think once he's comfortable enough and sees that they're that they're gonna stay on course and stick it out, um, then he's gonna hand over the keys completely, um, pretty much. So you know. So I had, I got something to add to that. Uh, you remember remember when this all oh, this was first going down and basically when uh. They they were talking about did they want to keep it or did they want to hard fork it, and basically the vote went through that they didn't want to hard fork it, but the Quan still went ahead and forked it. He didn't care about what the vote was, pretty much. And then the second, the last thing just to touch on, I'll be quick is with these exchanges. I mean, let me. If you want to, if you're going to go to a 1.2 tax and then try to implement down the taxes and whatnot, which I know exchanges do not like to play with taxes at all, uh, and they're going to have to shut down their systems a bunch of times in order to keep implementing these taxes. Are, do you think they're going to be willing to be just keep adjusting taxes to, you know, yeah? So. Hold on. What was your first question again? I'm sorry, I was typing. It, it, it was it was about Duquan. You know when when all oh, when the oh yeah 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 point be pegged yeah that part yeah. Um. So it did not fork. They did vote. There was TFL guys that were putting in a fork. You know, and the kind of proposal was to fork, but the community voted on no fork. So they they didn't do a fork. They did a genesis to block zero. Um. So it wasn't an actual fork. Now, did the outcome kind of become kind of like a fork in a sense? Yeah, because if you take a fork and you see the utilities and all that stuff, so the outcome is kind of the same, but it wasn't, you know, so it didn't have all the utilities that are currently on Luna Classic. They're not on that new chain. They have to migrate over and rebuild onto that chain, um, the ones that choose to. Um, So now... That vote was manipulated, um, and you can track that. Um, LFG they they took their assets and they staked them through multiple validators, um, and got so so you can go into a validator and you can put in, you know, as many tokens as a whale, you know, to max it out to twenty percent to where. The validator himself might only have 0.01% of the vote for his validator, and you own literally 19.99% of the vote in it. Um, And that's now I can do that if I have enough coins, I can do that through multiple validators and hijack the vote to a sense. Yeah, kind of like Cardano. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what they did. (laughs) That's why the vote passed because they knew that anything they wanted passed, they had enough voting power that they would just have to vote and it would pass, literally. I mean, they had like over 40-something percent, so it only took a little bit of another person to vote this way and that, and their one vote would swing it either way. Um, And that's that's what happened. I mean, that's 100% factual. That can be traced. Um, And... Yeah, so that's all good. You pretty much answered that. So we're trying to fix that. So the exchanges, that's one reason. So 
So you have to understand the on on chain that is hard coded. So that is in the code already, you know, um, which we would we could change the percentage with a parameter change, as I've stated. The the exchanges themselves, they're not having to do any really any coding. It's just like flipping a switch for their exchange, turning on tax or no tax. You know, so it's the same thing if you own a store. You can turn off tax, you know, sales tax with a click of a button to where that person isn't paying sales tax on the items that they're purchasing. Or you can turn so off sales tax. So basically, so it's an extra tax. Like, yeah, so basically, like, y'all pretty much built this wallet that's going to run and kind of play a, a, a portal that's once you transfer it out through that portal then it would go into your little wallet and then burn off right there and then go into terror station and vice versa am i correct yeah yeah so that was the big thing with that code and that's why this code is taking a little bit longer is because of the actual chain and terra station needing to be updated to be able to calculate this tax in with the text fees and all that other good shit um so it wasn't just a simple little thing that you put on with an exchange it's actually a little simpler now the code they had to update our code for the on-chain yeah they had to halt and do that so they were pretty much rebuilding a new on-ramp to terra station to the terra network you know so they had to uh, yeah. so so all the bridges all the on-ramps and off-ramps were destroyed and so that those new on-ramps had to be they were talking about was down right yeah so well, that, yeah so terra bridge that one is going down now that one's being shut down because of cost so it, it's it's just too expensive it's costing too much to to run and maintain and there's other ways of doing shit so they're kind of just doing away with that um eventually is something new probably going to come up probably so um you know, right now we have, like I said, there's a protocol that came online today that's a staking protocol. Now, I need to look into it because they're promising like 600% fucking AP, APY or APR. I have to now, check, but I think me, it's like 600% API. This is going to be a serious question. Uh -oh. Legal issue. As far as basically, it almost sounds like you guys are, are killing the bridge and basically you hack the portal in order to send. Through, you, you get what I'm saying? Kind of, I, I see exactly what you're saying. You're working with the exchange, and although Duquan has the keys, basically you're, you're like, Binance, just run the system through us, and then we will send it to through the uh, terrorist station. And basically, you're, I'm gonna, I'm, no, that's, I don't think the, that's not what the, no, that's not what that bridge and stuff was for. So, like, in a sense, but the, the so we were discussing like the w luna earlier and shit that was running off you know erc20 um so if you're trying to take like say your w luna before um which i had some i i don't even remember why i bought it but i bought some um and before i'd connect uh, i'd send them over to like my metamask wallet um and then no, I, yeah, I'd send them over to my MetaMask wallet, then take them from my MetaMask wallet over to Terra Station um, and connect uh, through Wormhole. And then I would unwrap them 
And then after they were unwrapped, I put them into my Terra Station wallet. So, you know, and that's where the bridge kind of worked also. So what Binance is doing is because the bridge, the bridge is halting. They are doing away with the bridge. So Binance, it doesn't matter if they wanted to use it or not. It's they're not the ones running it. So they have to do away with it. And that's why they said, oh, we're going to be halting, you know, any of these um, through this bridge, you know. Yeah, um, it's just like running an ERC-20 through Ethereum, but bridge. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, like, so that's that's all they were doing. Whatever, yeah. And then it's, you know, in a sense, it's kind of to help out, I guess, uh, the Luna Classic uh, network. So everything's being done on the actual uh, Lunar Classic network itself, um, just because of how the taxes are going to work and everything, you know. Because even now, say if if Coinbase launches W Luna, um, you know it was a mirrored. That's what it was. Did, it was yeah. pegged to Luna to Luna before, but. It was their own coin. You know, people, yes, it's pegged to it. It's supposed to mirror it, but it's not Luna. It wasn't Luna. It was Coinbase's version of Luna that they just... It's not the native native coin. So they just pegged it to it. Now, you could do a swap between them because they were were linked one-on-one with each other. Well, pretty damn close, you know. Um, So you could go to Wormhole and, you know, unwrap them and get your Luna out of it. Um, But it was still their own kind of token. So now if they relaunched it, um, there wouldn't be any tax on that, on that token. You see what I mean? On that, on that. No, I, I understand fully. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, and y'all, Sefi, y'all, got, y'all got legal team and whatnot. Sefi's a lot. I mean, he can tell you the rundown of how Luna used to work with the, with Wormhole and the bridge and all that. I mean, he's, He's ten times more informative about that shit than I I was. I mean, I was a I was an investor in Luna and all that good stuff. Yes, I knew how it worked. I worked with some protocols on the blockchain, but I mean, this guy he was he was a part of this shit. So um, he would be the person no, to really I, answer I, that. I, stuff. I understand. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I understand. I understand. You ain't got to say no more. I got you, Boney. I just wanted to ask. Are you actually not having a place to live because of due to the DPEG? Hello, Pony. Okay, sorry. Let's get back to another question. I think I'm pretty pretty good. It's kind of crazy. We don't have any hands up. It's like the first time today. Yeah. So so let me ask you this. I I know you said okay. So I got I got a, I got this question right here. So. I understand the 1.2 texting that you guys are talking about. Okay, I see that you're going to do it through through the bridge, basically, I'm just assuming. Not necessarily through the terror station, but that's why it's going to take the taxes through onboarding and offboarding of the exchanges is because the taxes are taken once it goes through the bridge. Correct? Yeah, maybe maybe we can talk about um, IBC channels and plan or the expectations to go forward um, about that. 
my personal belief is that we first need to tidy up everything inwards. No, I, um, I was just asking a simple question. Like that, that I, I, you getting technical. I don't even know what them yeah, letters mean. <laughs> talking about bridges, talking about bridges is talking about IBC, right? Okay, so but in layman terms for for regular people, so basically all I'm saying is is that you know I'm gonna put it to you like this: if you want to run a shit coin on Ethereum, and you want to run it on Uniswap or whatever, you build a smart contract, you turn it into an ERC twenty, and basically it bridges itself where you can either buy and sell it off the contract, or you can go to your MetaMask wallet, go on Uniswap and buy it that way. So it's two different ways to buy it. So basically, it's like a bridge that you can use or you can go straight to the smart contract and transact with it. So well, if we yeah. were to if we were to repack USDC, um you would have to have the key. No, first of all, everything needs to work out on chain and everything needs to be sorted out on chain. Yes, and, and you, have you can key. definitely not do it parallel like off chain as well because the off chain variables were getting us to the point where uh the dpeg got very messy um so i think first priority should be trying out the burn tags if it doesn't work change parameters um, I'm just trying to figure out how it's all working. And then that's, we should go back doing. to the idea of re-implementing the mint and burn mechanism, which would enable us to but you have burn to have the key. so many, so many, let me speak out, um, would enable us to burn so many more coins. But you have coins. to have the keys, correct? What, are, what keys are you talking about? Your house keys? The quan, the quan keys, man. The keys that he has. In order to implement all that, you have to have the keys, correct? Well, you're talking about the the power structure between TFL and Terra Rebels or what? Basically, the que- you just asked the question, and basically they said, yes, Duquan still has the keys, and that they were hoping to turn- get him to turn them over maybe like a couple months. So you know what I'm talking about. Well, we have government governments re enabled, so um, I think TFL not following the governance would make it look very bad on TFL, and therefore probably but make it look pretty bad much they already done on the new the project. project to go to two point anyway. So they pretty much already done told people that they were gonna go to two point and that Luna Classic would just be Luna Classic. So I mean that's already been a Well they do have an, and, and I think they do have an interest in Luna Classic to do well because it is obvious from the data that there's some somewhat of a correlation between Luna Classic and Luna V2. So there's a correlation between Ethereum Classic and Ethereum or clear Ethereum at hard fork when they or whatever they finna do like the merge is gonna also be a connection between them two, but that don't mean they gonna fuck with each other. Cfi, Cfi, do you want to get up here? I need some uh, backup here. Blue, let him up. Well, let's see if he's raising his hand and if he if he if he's getting it accepted. Yeah, Cfi, Cfi, right there. Blue, you got him. He throwing the peace sign up. 
Why pump? Why pump? Why not um, putting C5 up? Why pump might be sleep because, yeah, it's late where she at. Blue should be up, though. Blue, you up? I don't know what's going on. Oh, man, that's, this is uh, this is not good. Well, I guess, yeah. Our I hosts are, are asleep. That's what it looks like. It's all good. It's all good. All, 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 oh, that's the only thing I was wondering is the implementation of the taxes. If it's like it's like okay, if you own Cardano or or Ethereum, uh, two point or the Ethereum right now, in order for him to cut taxes on, you would need basically to hold the keys to to control the system. Like you would need the password and so on and so forth. I mean, that's the only way that you can activate it. I'm sure they're not just handing out the password and something to a system that. And this, this is an get, interesting question, um, I think, yeah, because because it's probably something they can get because them there in was if they just there was this point of time right where we had the proposal up um, for imp- implementing the governments, and there was a huge power struggle or power fight between, from my point of view, between uh, terror rebels and TFL, because terror rebels were um, giving the alternative to download the new uh, upgrade basically from their side. And that would be the point of time where the keys, which you were talking about, would have been given to terror rebels. And that's obviously... um, By the community, correct? Yeah, yeah. So the community or, I mean, yeah, we can talk about that more in depth about whether or not there is a power struggle within terror rebels but um i think i mean it's cool bro i ain't ain't trying to get on you the only reason why i even know about somewhat of this stuff is because like you are like as they everybody say i'm a cardano fan whatever i just did so much information to the whole proof of stake program that i know basically the way that it's supposed to be handled is that like the no one, no developer really holds the most amount of tokens where the vote can be structured where you know, like someone can basically overpower the other. It's all supposed to be evenly distributed. So that's what I'm kind yeah, of first, so first off, there should be um so I'm gonna shout out that idea again or not idea, but that encouragement that please everyone in this space, um Think about redelegating from the big ones, issuing zero percent uh, commission rates to smaller validators that haven't been appreciated for the work they have put in from the day one onwards, and they have supported the loom community and they haven't gained any of the voting power, unfortunately. So I want to shout that out again, please. Think about redelegating. Do your due diligence. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Because I understand it. Because that's saying what Cardano is. Yeah. Because this is essential for decentralization, and that's yes, exactly what you're it talking about, right? Spread out evenly. No, one hundred percent. Exactly. No, I, I totally. Agree. I know. I know exactly how proof of stake works. Kings one. What up? What up? What up? What up? Hey, bro. Just uh, hit me up on private message or something. Hey, keep in touch. I like your style, and yeah, fuck the ops, bro. Hundred <laughs> percent. Already, baby. I got you. <laughs> I don't know. I wanted Seppi to come up here though. Where he at? He gone. I guess. Hey, 
Blue, you up, man. You sleep. Blue probably was up all night knowing him. I don't know. Anyway, hey, guys. I'll holler at y'all later. If I drop down, I know I ain't coming back up. So, yeah, peace out. Peace, one, one love. Yep, one, one. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part four of the four-part Why Pump hosted Lunk Motherfuck Maxi Let's Fucking Go Lunk Dow Space. That's right. Nine hours, four parts. We made it. Recorded on Thursday, September 8th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When I'm ripping and rapping, I ain't picking the bastards who be tricking the masses into getting their asses kicked. Feels like I've been getting my masters. Fuck a pump and double like the income that's passive. Raise up the bar before I fly right past it. I'll be writing rhymes till they put me in a casket. Old man shit, put the lotion on its skin. Then put that shit back in the damn basket like Buffalo Bill, the way I'm ruffling feathers. Snuffing out debt, cut the heads off collectors. Keep a couple heads in a jar as keepsakes. And take the rest and turn them into free bait. Upgrade the feelings, supply the free base. Looking all professional, tools in the briefcase. Running on empty from gassing up my teammates. First one down, let me know how that sleep tastes. impossible defending the plausible from end to demonstrable the mission isn't even worried about the clearance running interference till our enemies fear us we're only one disappearance away from a bad day everybody trying to save face on the last day feeling fancy about to pull out the mass eh? drop the eight ball in passing that's so passe i'm getting nasty you cannot put it past me a mix between blasphemy and tuck everlasting feeling like a masterpiece looking like a tragedy trying to get through another day full of savagery getting headstrong from working in the mess hall all hands on deck waiting for our next haul i need the rest got big plans to eject so feed the grass and keep off the kleenex i am interested in magic because i am fascinated with psychology i love to learn about how people make inferences how they draw conclusions and find patterns and information and in particular i'm interested in all that can go wrong uh, how an individual can be led astray by certain cognitive vulnerabilities are exploited. Terror spaces.